You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AEW Dark Elevation. We have Tony Schiavone and Caprice Coleman on commentary for this entire show. That starts with Emi Sakura defeated Paris Vandell very easily with this modified backbreaker. Dante Martin defeated JD Drake. Pretty good match here with Dante Martin hitting the nosedive for the win. Julia Hart defeated JC. JC is also known as JC Storm in the Indies, such as Beyond Wrestling. Uh, Julia ends her pretty quickly, though, with this new stretch submission that she has, that she has not come up with a name yet. I'm sure there'll be a nice uh, House of Black pun in there for their wrestling name. Ethan Page defeated Colin Delaney. Page flipped off someone holding the Canadian flag ringside here in Rochester, but it was not Davey Portman. And WWE ECW legend Delaney had a little bit of offense here, but Ethan hit him with the Eagle's Edge for the win. Anna Jay defeated Shauna Reed quickly with the Queen Slayer. And then Anthony Agogo actually joined commentary for this match, as well as the next match we'd had his teammates from the factory, as the best friend defeated QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. Longest match of the show, back and forth from both teams. Uh, Nick Camarado got involved a little bit, but Beretta pinned Solo after the best friends hit strong zero. We go to Tuesday's AW Dark show, pretty long show here, about uh, close to two hours here, but for good reason, as we had a couple of international matches, starting with... A match from Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling's Summer Sun Princess Show as Mio Yamashita defeated Thunder Rosa in an AEW Women's Championship Eliminator match. Uh, and it was awesome to see this match from another promotion, being from Japan. And I actually had Excalibur and Taz doing commentary over it, so a little bit different here. Great match here with a very fun ending sequence with Miyu reversing a roll-up for a roll-up of her own for the win. So we will have to see when and where she'll be getting her title shot against Thunder Rosa. We go back to Universal Studios for the middle of the show here that has Private Party defeated Bear Country. Uh, Taz brings up the baby bear mascot again that has gotten over on the internet that he refuses to call a cub being a Mets fan. Real fun match here with Mark Quinn getting the pin on Bear Bronson after shooting after hitting a shooting star press. Sean Dean defeated the debuting Conan Lycan after hitting a splash and jo- uh, Taz joked around 
uh, how Dean was actually the co-star for Tom Cruise in Top Gun Maverick, which I cannot confirm or deny. Jericho Appreciation Society's Matt Menard and Angela Parker defeated Jake St. Patrick and Sage Scott in seconds after hitting a double TDT with Menard getting the pen. Willow Nightingale defeated Myla Moore. Moore's making her debut. She was actually formerly in NXT as Myla Milani, but never actually got to wrestle on TV as she got released pretty recently. She got a little bit of offense in, but Willow hit the doctor bomb for the win. I say this every week. Somebody needs to sign Willow. Rohit Raju defeated Baron Black after hitting a double stomp from the top rope, and he even got a little bit of spotlight here earlier in the show with a backstage interview where he was hyping himself up. And Helico defeated Logan LaRue, and Helico got some new theme music here. It was this really slow, chill vibe type of theme, and uh, Taz was caught off guard by it because he loved his original song, but he has to admit that him and Excalibur love this new song, and you know what? So do I. And Helico got the submission win with the Navarro death roll, and then he danced with Bryce Remsburg after the match a little bit. Dante Martin defeated Nick Camarado. Good match here with Martin fighting off the factory ringside, then reversing Camarado into a roll-up for the pin. QT Marshall attacked Matt Seidel ringside, and after the match, the factory surrounded Martin and Seidel until Fuego do Sol came out with a chair for the save. And then we go back overseas here for the AEW All-Atlantic All Championship as Pac defeated Shota Yumino from the Rev Pro Live in Sheffield show from England. Uh, this is the first time Pac has been in Rev Pro since 2019. And Taz, he just loved this UK crowd singing. He was just singing along with them. So must be a dream for him. Fantastic match here with Pac making Shota tap out with the Brutalizer. Uh, I definitely love the idea of Dark Show and matches from other promotions, especially if Pac is going to be going around defending this All-Atlantic Championship. We go over to NXT UK, which starts with Tiger Turan defeated Kenny Williams. And they say that Kenny is convinced that Tiger is his former tag team partner, Amir Jordan. Uh, Kenny kept talking trash about Amir, calling him, oh, calling Tiger Turan Amir. And then this gives Tiger the opportunity to roll up Kenny for the pin. And after the match, Kenny kept attacking him and he took off his mask just for another mask to be underneath. And that drove Kenny mad. Commentary pretty much kept saying Amir Jordan. So it's pretty much all but confirmed that's who it is. We see footage from last week of security kicking out Trent Seven as Sam Gradwell calls Seven the dirt worse, but Seven says that he is a nobody and walks away from him. The Familia bump into Oliver Carter in the PC and ask for his answer on when they ask if he wants to join them. Carter gets upset that they started talking about Ashton Smith behind his back, so Rohan Raja challenged Carter before Teal Man says that he'll take care of him instead. Josh Morrell defeated Primate in a huge upset with a code red off the ropes earning his first one at NXT UK, and they treated this as a big moment for Morrell and Primate being a little bit lost now that symbiosis is no more. Blair Davenport was heading inside, but a male stopped her and asked what she meant last week when she said that she is crushing hope and she took offense to it as her nickname is the French Hope. Davenport said that it was her way of letting the whole roster know that whatever hope or plans they have... Uh, they may change now and told Amel that if she ever steps up to her again, she will have no hope. Stevie Turner walks in and makes fun of Amel and Amel gets mad and challenges her to a match. We get a promo from Ia Dragunov who said that he's been, he's taken down all, all of his opponents, but challenges someone who he's never fought before in Wolfgang. Trent Seven defeated Tate Mayfair. Seven still came out to his old Mustache Mountain music, was even announced for Mustache Mountain, but of course he is playing a heel here, and he ends Mayfair's pretty easily after hitting the seven-star Lariat. Then he kept attacking Mayfair's after the match and put him into a figure four until Sam Gradwell came out for the save. We see a video package for next week's Heritage Cup match between Noam Dar and Mark Coffey. They also announced that Tealmar will face Oliver Carter and Stevie Turner will face a male. The main event here, Miko Satomura and Saray defeated Zaya Brookside and Eliza Alexander. Good match here, and Miko and Saray looked great as a tag team, and Miko gets the pen on Brookside after hitting Scorpion Rising. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. 
Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on 1-1-23. Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Go to Impact Wrestling on before the Impact. Giselle Shaw defeated Alicia with a knee strike. Giselle had Madison Rain and Tennille Dashwood in her corner, who got involved a little bit. For the Impact X Division Championship, Mike Bailey defeated Alan Angels, the former Alan Five Angels from the Dark Order in AEW. Now that he's officially a free agent, making his debut here. Really good match here, but Bailey ends the match after hitting the ultimate weapon. Bailey and Angels were embracing after the match, but got taken out from behind by Bottom by Designs, Joe Doring, and Diener. As Diener gets in the mic and tells Josh Alexander that it's not over till they say it's over and he calls him out. Instead, we get Eric Young who comes out and he says that under his watch, Doring was undefeated, but once he left, Doring lost. Uh, Diener and Young bicker a little bit until Young tells him that the world belongs to him. On and no more, talk about having setbacks and making some tough decisions and ask PCO how bad does he believe in their message and he has to prove it tonight. Chelsea Green and Deanna Peraza talk about leaving the entire knockout division finished, but Gail Kim interrupts them and says that next week it'll be Mickey James versus Chelsea Green with everybody banned from ringside and the same goes for tonight's match with Deanna and Mia Yim. Trey Miguel defeated Laredo Kid with a spinning neckbreaker, so a different way for him to win than usual. They show Diener and Doring backstage looking for Josh Alexander, but they run into the Motor City Machine Guns and start fighting with them. But Josh Alexander does show up in this and starts sprawling as well. We get a video showing that Killer Kelly is coming soon to Impact. Now, she's technically signed back in 2020, but everything that's been happening with the pandemic and travel restrictions, she has not made her way over. So it looks like she is officially coming back. America's Most Wanted get interviewed backstage and said their match against All Odds could have been their last ride, but never say never as James Storm walks away and says he has some unfinished business as he goes into Moose's locker room just to see Steve Cutler. They go back and forth a little bit and Storm challenges Cutler to a match for next week. PCO defeated Black Taurus after hitting the PCO assault. Arnold No More come out to the ring and celebrate with PCO, and they surround Crazy Steve until Heath runs in and takes out Kenny Kim from behind and runs off. Bullet Club is backstage. They put out a challenge to Arnold No More for next week. Brian Myers bumps into Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice and talk down on them before bumping into Bupinder Gujar, who asked for an opportunity against the Digital Media Championship. So Myers suggests that Gujar and Swinger will have a match next week, and he'll fight the winner. Rich Swan defeated Shearer pretty quickly with a 450 splash. We see Madison Rain and Tino Dashwood backstage with Giselle Shaw and ask her why Masha Slamovich sent this pic of her face crossed out being in Tennille. And Giselle says that it means that she's going to kill Tennille. They say that Giselle is on thin ice and they'll take care of this, but Madison says that her nose is still injured. Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie are backstage and are mad that James Mitchell didn't pass the message to Havoc. And Rosemary says that she's going to be going to the Undead Realm film to find Havoc herself. Taya says she's coming, but Rosemary says that it's not safe, but they agree to go together next week. So we'll be seeing some Undead Realm stuff. 
In the main event, Mia Yim defeated Diana Perrazzo in a number one contenders match. As a result, Yim will challenge Jordan Grace for the Knockouts Championship at Emergence in August. Really good match here with Yim hitting a package pile driver, followed by Eat Defeat for the win. Jordan Grace comes out after to shake Yim's hand. We go to NWA USA. Jack Stane defeated Anthony Andrews with a lariat. Nick Aldis had a quick promo saying that he'll be world champion once again. Mae Valentine was trying to interview Magic Jake Dumas and CJ, but Dumas walks away once he finds out that CJ was Brazilian as her and May started talking. Genocide defeated Angelina Love by Countout. This was kind of weird. Love kind of like curled over to Velvet Sky on commentary asking for help uh, and got counted out as a result. And Sky was as confused as everybody else. Rush Freeman and his little brother challenged Trevor Murdoch. Hawks Irie cut a promo where Luke Hawks says that he's going to get his hands on Colby Carino for what he did to his son. We have a new segment, segment from Jamie Stanley called Stanley's Drill where he interviewed Mercurio and he questions if Mercurio's accent was even real. We have a quick promo from Camille, where she says she has her eye on Kylan King. In a main event here, Homicide defended the World Juniors Heavyweight Championship against VSK after hitting two Koji, Cutters, uh, two Koji Cutters, including the second one from the top rope. NWA Power, this has Race to the Chase qualifying matches, so it'll have three qualifying matches in the tournament, and the winners, along with Mike Knox, who gets a bye, will face off in a fatal four-way match, and the winner of that will challenge Trevor Murdoch at NWA 74. First qualifying match had Tom Latimer defeated Chris Adonis with a sit-out powerbomb to advance. Mike Knox gets interviewed after, and he says that the reason he got a bye was because William Patrick Corgan owed Matt Cardona a favor, and then he starts talking trash about Bully Ray and says that if he ever sees him again, he was going to beat him up. Brian Myers defeated Pope by rolling him up and using the ropes for leverage to qualify. Kylan King defeated Allison K with the Excalibur Buster and a really nice showing. And the last qualifying match here was Nick Aldis defeated Tim Storm by the qualification after the referee got kicked, uh, got knocked out and Storm kicked him down low just as the referee was getting up and he saw that and DQ'd Storm. So Aldis advances. We also had a segment with Black G's and Tyrus where they talk about Odinson being the next challenger for the television title and that he'll never see gold as, as Jordan Clearwater shows off his golden gear. We go to NXT Level Up. Dante Chen defeated Miles Bourne. Chen ended his losing streak and gets his first win since March, getting the win with a roll-up. Kelly Kincaid, the former Quinn McKay, uh, makes her official debut here as a backstage interviewer, interviewing Idris Inofe and Malik Blade. Ulyssa Leon defeated Ariana Grace with a missile dropkick followed by a beautiful-looking bridge follow-away slam to get her first win on Level Up. Idris Inofe and Malik Blade defeated Damaris Griffin and Bryson Montana. Inofe and Blade, try, uh, they had a new entrance where they kind of introduced themselves and tried to get the audience into it, similar to the New Age Outlaws. Then Quincy Elliott came out during this match and he started dancing, distracting Montana a little bit. And he wasn't there on the apron as Griffin was trying to get the pin. As a result, Inofe hits him with a flying elbow drop for the win. New Japan Strong, this is the first Ignition show, which had the start of the New Japan Strong Tag Team Championship Tournament. And it starts with Ian Riccoboni asking Chris Daniels who he, uh, his new uh, partner will be now that Carl Fredericks isn't able to compete in the tournament. So Daniels brings in Yuri Ramor and asks him if he wants to be his partner, and he does agree. So the first round match here, Christopher Daniels and Yuri Ramor defeated the Factory's Nick Camarado and Aaron Solo, with Daniels pinning Solo after the best moonsault ever to advance. Jonah defeated Taylor Russ, really good match here that went more than twice as long as their first encounter in NXT last year, with uh, Russ getting a bunch of offense here, but Jonah ends him with a spear followed by the Tsunami. And the other first round match here had Mikey Nichols and Shane Hayes of TMDK defeated Jorrell Nelson and Royce Isaacs of Team Filthy or the West Coast Wrecking Crew. Good match here with Hayes getting the pin on Isaacs to advance. On main events, the commentary team this week was Kevin Patrick, Byron Saxon, and Corey Graves, who was pretty much on every show this week. And it starts with Cedric Alexander defeated T-Bar. Uh, T-Bar's transformation looks to continue to evolve here. No face paint, and now he has a long jacket and tights. But Cedric gets the win after hitting a brain buster. And Graves treated this as a big win for Cedric. 
and Veer Mahan defeated Mustafa Ali. This is coming off the July 4th antics on Monday Night Raw, and waiting was correct that it was probably leading to a match on main event, which it did, as Veer wins this by submission with the cervical clutch. And the WWE Network editions of the week were uh, WXW True Colors, as well as another episode of ICW Fight Club. That's it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.